Hi everybody, this is Rage Game Network Podcast, and I'm sorry about having the long week off. Um, you know, this week was Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, uh, you know, we got me, my, your host, Andy Ross, and then Chris Teitler as our co-host. So, hey, how's it going, guys? And then Deb, our other co-host. Hi. So, uh, how was everybody's week off? It was good. Okay, what'd you Finished do? Finished my semester. Oh, <laughs> Started another go. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for nursing, right? Prereqs for nursing, yeah. Pre-re- okay. Nice. Yeah, I've been working a lot, so. Yeah, part of the reason, the other reason why uh, we've kind of changed, you know, everything, uh, everybody's schedule kind of got flipped a little bit, and uh, thank you, Chris. <laughs> no problem. We're back Wonderful now. world. Yeah, we're back now, so this this is good. Um, so uh, let's see. Should we jump right into it? Yeah, or? we got a lot of fun things okay, to talk cool. about. Absolutely. Um, what do we got here today, Andy? Uh, so for the news, we got uh, Chris mentioned earlier before we started the podcast that E three is coming up. You want to talk about that, Chris? Yes. Um, so in a few weeks here. Looking at uh, June 11th through June 13th, I believe it's a Monday through Wednesday, is E3 and out in L.A. Okay. Um, we were, uh, I was just looking up through uh, an article through actually uh, GameSpot, I believe it was, and um, they have on there saying that Sony, Nintendo, Bethesda, Square Enix all will be present and will have some type of uh, formal uh, press conference and that Sony in EA will not be attending. Um, those who know, EA usually does their like pre-E3 event beforehand, so a few days beforehand, they're kind of doing their own expo. And then uh, Sony's not going to have anything official there, uh, but they'll be indirectly involved with the, the other developers. Well, yeah. So, so for, for people like me, what, that like... I have no idea what E3 uh, was done. before, you know, this afternoon. <laughs> what, what do they do there? So, E3, it's Electronic Entertainment Expo. So, it's not just video games, but it's uh, anything basically in the electronic world. Um, I know we were talking about video uh, movies sometimes. They yeah. do, sometimes they do some technology stuff when it comes okay. with electronics and all that. Um, but it's usually geared towards video games. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, the The video game world has kind of taken over on that sense. Right. Um, you bring up Bethesda, and you brought up uh, Square Enix, which is amazing because that goes into my other stuff. Uh, um, <laughs> Absolutely, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, we should be hearing more about Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, which I'm super excited about, but probably going to be disappointed with. <laughs> uh, Hope. Yeah, uh, E3, obviously, like we said, Square Enix is going to be at the convention so at E3. So maybe they'll have something to say. Yes, hopefully there's more 
going there. Um, back to the Bethesda thing. Um, Bethesda is going to be releasing at some point. I can't remember the release date. Maybe we can check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, is elsewhere uh, for ESO. Um, it kind of looks kind of cool because they're going to have dragons and shit. Um, um, which, if you know anything about uh, Elder Scrolls, um, elsewhere is where the Khajiit, or Khajiit, whatever, however the hell you want to pronounce it. Uh, That's or, cat people, the yeah, mean yeah, cats. Th- th- thank you for the women's terms for the people that don't play any Bethesda <laughs> games. Uh, um, then uh, we actually got uh, some other... Uh, so just real quick, if you don't mind, real quick, let me just talk a little bit about um, the press conferences. Like you said, some of these games will be coming out. We'll talk right, about right, the right. press conference. So what I've got so far, this comes from GameSpot, uh, an article they did. Um, we have EA is going to have their event June 8th and June 9th. I think it's right. Friday and Saturday. Um, Nintendo actually on the 8th is having like an invitational tournament. <laughs> So that must really be some games the that they're going to do a That's tournament cool. with. That's pretty badass. So, yep, saw that. Um, June 9th, around 1 o'clock Pacific time. That's what, like, sorry. Well, three here, four yeah. here? That's three hours. Here. So four. that's like yeah. well, I 10 o'clock. Some of those states don't uh, play off of uh, the uh, um, time. Yeah, the, 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 diff- the, the time the, zones. The, the, the daylight savings, thank yes. you. <laughs> No, they do daylight savings in California. Texas doesn't. Okay, well, it's California. Arizona. Anyways. It's Pacific time. Whatever. The whole point I'm trying to make, it's about, I think, 10 o'clock on the East Coast um, on the 9th. Microsoft's going to have their big press conference. They'll probably talk about their big games that day. What kind of big thing? Do you know anything they're releasing? So, the only thing I'm aware of, and bear with me, Mm. I saw a couple things. It looks like... It's more. They're going to be more traditional for them. They're expected to announce a new console. Okay. Is what we're hearing. Interesting. Which oh, would be okay. interesting. I know uh, PlayStation Five's. There's been rumors about that, so I wouldn't be surprised which, if they talk they about that. Which is kind of kind of surprising for me because I mean, if Sony is going to be releasing a new system, why wouldn't they be at E3 for maybe a concept or something? You would think. Um, which. Which, I mean, granted, you know, Sony's always been kind of ahead of the eight ball, but, uh, I mean, it might be a uh, business tactic to keep them from leaking information. Possibly. Microsoft. Who knows? (laughs) So we'll see about that. Um, That's kind of the big rumor. Halo Infinity is going to be coming out, I think, this year, I've heard about. So, yeah, that Microsoft Halo. Yeah, well, gotcha. I mean, yeah, um, Bungie or Activision, whoever's running that. And yeah, all that. So show. that's the big things I've got out of Microsoft. Okay. Um, like you said, I think this the next one is Bethesda in the afternoon, about 5.30 Pacific. Um, they're going to be talking... Um, Jeez, it'll be freaking 9 uh, here. I know. Elder Scrolls 6. No, not expect. Is they not expect to talk about anything about that? They'll probably just talk about their current projects that they have. Right, which I mean, um, like Rage Two, I think just came out for them. They might talk about that. Um, and 
A little bit of fallout. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Anyways, uh, going for, on from there, we also have PC Gaming Show on the 10th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Anything uh, being released for that? or we... I think that's more just a generic. Um, from what I'm seeing, Epic Games and Steam, okay. they might release uh, more news and announcements regarding the computer games, but nothing that I've seen <laughs> I on the internet. I've a couple of my buddies from work. They're all... Uh... PC, PC users. Um, I mean, granted, I'm not going to get into the whole logistics on it, but there's a reason why I don't have a PC. Look, <laughs> it, everybody's got a niche in gaming, and we're welcoming to all. Right. Yes. Um, the other, on June 10th, also, there's limited game, uh, limited run games press conference. Uh, they deal with a lot of digital only content. Oh, no, yeah. nothing expected big there for them. What is digital only? Is uh, that digital like, downloads. Like downloads? Okay, so not not like disc games? No, no, no. But, no okay, not so like the things I can yeah. get on. Yeah, um, which, I mean, if it's mostly downloadable in the gaming world, sometimes it's going towards PC, honestly, <laughs> because uh, Xbox and PlayStation still use a... Uh, um, Still use ha- still have hard copies for sale for most of the, for the most point. Yeah. Um, so we also have. Don't mean to jump in front of you guys. We also ahead. have here. God, they put it in the back of the page. <laughs> <laughs> Later that day, we have Ubisoft's going to have their press conference. I can tell you on my end, uh, they're expected to do. I think a new Splinter Cell game they want to release. Played that a lot. It's probably something about that going forward with the franchise. Um, I know Alan's excited, and I'm a little bit excited. They came out with uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is like a sequel to the Wildlands game. Oh yeah, that yeah, just yeah. got released not too long ago. Cool. Um, it's got a what's his name um, from the Punisher Netflix okay. series. He's going to be in the game. But um, the last bit of news I want to talk about, and we'll kind of go into our next thing. Like I had, uh, just said about uh, Final Fantasy and Square Enix coming out with uh, Final Fantasy VII, um, we're we're expected to see um, Medieval making a remake, uh, which. I am actually super excited for it because the graphics are phenomenal on that. Um, the release date is supposed to be October 25th this year. Thank you. Thank um, you. And then we also have Crash Team Racing, Ooh. which anybody that had played that, um, I hey, hats off to you because, um, it, it, yeah, it was Mario Kart knockoff, but... Uh, Hell, I, I enjoyed the hell out of that mm-hmm. game. Um, Many of friendships broken. Um, not, not quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> I expect it. I expect it, definitely. Especially if they're going to be releasing it for online play. <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, that brings us into our topic today. Which, um, we are going over new versus old. Um, now... Bounce how we have a as everybody knows, you know, gaming and technology has 
done leaps and bounds. Hell, we have actually a use, usable VR system out there um, for console gaming, which is what, you know? It's just unheard of. Um, and, I mean, you got the Oculus. You got, it's, your cell phone could even be a freaking... VR system, but yeah. we're gonna stick with a little bit. We're gonna kind of push the VR system away for now and talk about more of a original-based gaming, like on a screen. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, I mean, first argument for you know gaming as a whole, we know that uh, you know graphics have come leaps and bounds. Like I just talked about with uh, VR, um, it, it is fantastic. It's almost surreal how beautiful some of these games how are. How immersive it can be. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you yeah. look at Red Dead Redemption 2, massive, massive, massive. Any other input on that? I mean, you So, know. Well, you know what? Let's just get into it. Let's let's talk about, let's talk about, um, you know, like where... Maybe where we fall. Where we've, where have we, yeah, where where have we been in gaming and like what what we what we see where we see it going, you know, why we like old or new or you know. What? All right, <clears throat> I know I have my very strong opinion about gaming. Um, you know, uh, the other little detail in there I'm gonna throw in is gonna be the monkey wrench into this is the remakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's what makes it all interesting to me. Exactly, because I, I'm i going to get into a little bit of this, and I'm going to get a little bit into this, and then I'm going to touch upon this, and, you know. Um, I mean, Chris, let's flat out pull you out, because I know you might be a little bit on the other side of the fence for me and Deb. Probably. <laughs> so, uh, where do you stand so I, I generally like uh, newer games. I mean, I do like some of the older styles and like the remakes, mm -hmm. absolutely. But I, I tend to focus more on what's coming out just because, like you have said, it's that immersive environment. You get to really, the sound quality is great. The visuals tend to be really good and you can have some type of a good challenge right. going forward. Uh, honestly, I, I don't want to like overstep your argument but you know it, it's the fact that in my opinion i am definitely more old school gaming now i i know a guy that's he, he he's like nes uh the uh, oh yeah old school old, old, old school like yeah so so tell me yeah come um, right out andy I, 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 <laughs> get I, on honest, with it <laughs> honestly this is where i was like yeah remakes are amazing because the pure fact that you're just upgrading graphics and audio um get the best of both worlds best of both worlds i think right. that older games have either a better storyline or they have way better gameplay now granted yes i know that everybody's gonna probably shoot me for saying that one better gameplay but okay let, let's let's take into consideration you know we have newer games out there that have no storyline. They just go into online play. Now, granted, I love online play. It's just... I want something else. I want a game 
that I can be immersed in. Now, like I said, Red Dead Redemption 2, fantastic fucking game. Hands down, one of my favorite games on one of my top ten. At least top ten. But you're not getting the same gameplay. You're not getting the same replay time as you were uh, from, say... Well, I'm going to go right into it. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I mean, there's a whole storyline. Now, granted, well, let's be honest here. The voice acting's a little um, shoddy at best. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that time period. You know, know uh, yeah, I mean, video, gaming's, video gaming different. was a totally different culture at the time. I mean, nowadays, I mean, for example, you got Gary Oldman doing the voice of Reznor in... The, uh, we had Katie Sackhoff and the new Call of Duty. Right, and then they're yeah. also, you know, taking other celebrities and putting their faces on on characters yeah, in games, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. But back then, we didn't have that. I mean... Um, you really had just, like, voice actors that were doing this. Yeah, no. I mean, like unknown voice actors that I mean it, it could be literally me you and Deb freaking voice acting a game and reading off a script and, and then this happened and then this happened and this is why I did this yeah right so but, yeah but yeah see like nowadays with video games when I've seen some article um, videos I mean yeah you do the, the scripting but you are that character you have to act out there's a green screen right, and everything which yeah. is which is fantastic. Which I appreciate. You know, we've come a lot further in the art, you know, in, in the production. And, in, like, I appreciate that. It's just my my take on it is that we've lost something with with the stories. Right, and we've exactly. lost something in, like, like, video games are, like, magic because they take you out of... They take you the out reality. of where you're... Yeah, where you are. And oh, yeah. it's, it's become less of a game and more of a distraction to me. You know, like... Right, right. It, it's... Uh, I hate... It hate to do this but um this is where i'm definitely gonna get beat up for what i'm about to say literally most of your console gaming or some of your pc gaming well most of it now is literally a distraction it's just an extension of your phone you're playing a mini game like fortnite PUBG, yeah, you can put hours and hours and hours into it and you can buy stupid shit but Where's the point in that? And it, at the end of the day, you know what? It's wasting space on my console for the next fad and delete. Okay? You, you no, just, that's fair. You, you probably just right. wasted hundreds of dollars for something. And you know what? I'm guilty of it too. Um, there's some games on my console I don't play anymore. Yeah, well, I and there's don't. things. There's. That can be said about, like, any video gaming. Like, oh, you're doing this and not, um... <laughs> There's things like that that can be said about any video gaming. Like, oh, you're sitting there watching a screen and, like, you know, what is it? It's all it's all in a different world. Like, this doesn't even matter outside the, the video game console. Like, but... I think I think that there's something more rewarding when you finish a story, or when you when you get to say you're com you're 100 percent complete with all the Riddler trophies in Arkham oh, games. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Right. And like, I think that we lose that when we're playing our Fortnite, or we're you know we're we're playing for a better score. 
Granted, yeah, we, you know? we have trophies, but, I mean, they're nothing. They're right. really nothing. Yeah. I mean... Um, the concept is lost on me. Yeah, the concept's lost. I mean, a racing game, I mean, fantastic, you know, I, but you can put that down and pick it back up next week, and it's still the same game, and it's a really good game. Um, uh, the other argument I have against, you know newer games is the fact that you know we've lost i i think we've lost a lot of our attention span what's new what's what's the cool thing out i mean yeah. my my buddy gets uh the division two he plays the hell out of it for the first week you know what he does he goes right back to something else that he was playing he was playing beforehand that's what i was gonna say so there's two criteria for me that make a good game and it's will i do i want to play it again and um or and or does it does it encourage me to interact with people so like if it's a multiplayer game like within my house can i can we sit there and have a puzzle fighter tournament you know right, that right, that will right. make me want to play it more that makes it a good game or um or man I'll never get over Call of Duty Black Ops. I, I, I'd play through that campaign every day. I'd play through Kingdom Hearts. I'd play through Castlevania. You know, it's it's something that will never get old to be. Right, because there's a sense of accomplishment. Yes. Now, I will say for one of your Kingdom Hearts things, uh, you were there, and you can attest to this, and I will put this out publicly. <laughs> All right? And I was so dissatisfied at the end. No, I'll just say it. Whatever. Get on with it. Going through the arena or the Colosseum and destroying every everything, and you know what? Getting up to Sephiroth and like, I'm gonna do this. And I devote. You remember, I devoted time to actually like taking down Sephiroth, right? This is the reason why I put this fucking game down. Because I got nothing out of it afterward. I was so upset. But that game isn't about fighting Sephiroth. It no, tells a no, story. No, but you, we're talking about the hardest boss in the game. Hardest boss in the game. Hands down. And if you've ever played the original Kingdom Hearts, how hard it was to actually fight him and win. All right. And you just, like, put it down and you're like, wow, I'm a loser? Like, well, I wasted so much time it, doing that? It, it, like, no, it wasn't even... It was kind yeah. of more upsetting that I got nothing out of it. I was... It, I, I got bragging rights. Ooh. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of why I like the trophy system in the newer games and stuff like that. Accomplishments because, and all that. Exactly. Or not, gives now, you something to do... Beyond the basic game that right, you can... Right, And on top of that, uh, I mean, there's a hundred percenters out there. I mean, accomplished, accomplishists. All right. I mean, there um, are people yeah, that I are out there that. are looking Hardcore. for that platform, uh, platinum trophy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but... Let's just go through a quick... Um, I think, I don't know if you mentioned this, but I think with older games, what I've noticed is we tend to like, um, we have like a balanced genre, so we have different genres that we like, where now, it's kind of that first person shooter, it's just kind of the, the same 
genre that we right, are like. Right. I, I mean, think that's what's really uh, yeah. Uh, the, in that argument, yes, um, we are force-fed the same rotational garbage um, back and forth. I mean, take a look at PUBG and Fortnite. I, I yes, I'm gonna get some backlash on this one. <laughs> I know I'm we're sorry. beating them to death. I uh, I don't mean to beat them to death, but it, it's a great example of what's going on in in our culture as a gaming community. Um, th- the short attention span. We are literally force feeding the. There's a lot more argument behind this and frustration behind this. Basically, you're not a fan of it. (laughs) No, no, I am not a fan of this. Because, okay, PUBG comes out with a cool... You know, Fortnite comes out with, you know, more of a fantasy type of thing about (laughs) it. And it's still kind of cool. Then we get Apex Legends. We get... The new Call of Duty game. There is blackout. No, I mean, yeah, everyone wants a piece of the pie, basically. Everybody wants a piece of the pie, and I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, but something like in Call of Duty's sake, I get it with the new games. Big whoop, you know. Somebody wants a different take of it and stuff like that. That's fine. Call of Duty. I'm gonna bash on you a little bit because of the pure fact that. Your gameplay, your storyline, and I can attest to people agreeing to this, was one of the better things about Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, fantastic storyline and gameplay, but now it's literally online play, and what, they said there was a short campaign in that, and it was a joke? Yeah, that's what I Yeah, I even stopped stopped playing Call of Duty, because it it got to, like... Like, well, at one point, the the campaign got less and less interesting to me. And then it got to be... (laughs) It just got to be that they... You could tell they weren't putting effort in developing that. They knew they could make money off of DLC for the online. And you know what I mean? And And the zombies. And I get... I understand it, but it just, like... It offends me as a gamer. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the other thing about new versus old that I really enjoy. Which I'm going to bring into a thing about Final Fantasy 7 on this. Is that when we go to get the game, I want the whole game and nothing but just the game. Alright? I don't want, oh, buy this little add-on. Or download the next part of the series. Or this, that, and the next thing. No, don't, don't, don't feed me that. I don't want that. Yeah, I want Final Fantasy VII, like, if, completely if gonna, with beautiful graphics. Honestly, I will, hands down, say this out loud, I will pay $100 for that game, period. For like, the just the game. Full but, fucking game. Yeah. Don't give me what they said, oh, we're going to break it up into segments. No, no, just yeah. give me the game. I, I, I understand the storyline is super. Yeah, I was going long. to say like they they had. I mean, it was on several discs because we didn't have you know the we kind didn't of have things. The memory capacity yeah, that, <laughs> but that, that but it's such now. a long story that like I kind of understand. I, I get it, but if you are going to segment it, don't do what Bungie's done with. I was going to say with Destiny. With Destiny, that don't get me wrong, I like Destiny, but the whole 
basically you're paying sixty bucks for a game and you feel like you're getting maybe half the game. And then, and then, then you got to keep purchasing. And then if you're if you're that guy that buys the season pass, you just spent a hundred dollars on the game. Mm-hmm. The next two downloads, the downloadable content. Okay, that's cool. But make it worth my fucking while. Because the last two freaking downloadable contents on that pissed me off. Because there was nothing added to any part of the storyline. I mean, honestly, if you took that out, I I wouldn't have noticed. And and if I'm correct, this was before Forsaken. Because I remember... Yeah, because Forsaken... Forsaken's not bad, but outside of that... How much much did they charge you for... I think... It was almost another 60 bucks, wasn't it? No, I think it was like 30, 35, something like that. But n- now you just got $130 out of Chris. Right. I saw the same thing in, P- uh, in the original Destiny, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And I saw it, and I'm like, okay, maybe Destiny 2, they'll fix some of the things that I didn't like, and they won't do what they just did. And they did it anyways. And you know what? Sorry to say, yeah, I learned my fucking lesson. I'm not going to play another Destiny game. You have to prove it to me that it's going to be worth my time and my money. Speaking about that, well, with everything with Activision that happened with them splitting up, I think that might play a role in uh, what that, you're talking that's about. That's going to be a different story on a different topic. Yeah, uh, we, different we'll get into that later, but... So thank you. But it's, it's the pure fact that when you bought a game... Um, shit up almost until the end of PS3. When you bought a game, you got the game. You didn't have to get downloadable content to continue a freaking storyline, for God's sakes. Like, oh, getting a little angry. (laughs) (laughs) We can tell. Why don't we, why don't we, uh, switch gears a little and, and talk about some, give me, give me what, what you think of, like, the the advantages give like your your pros i want to we've been like ragging on why why this why old games are good and new games are bad but like give me give me your pros on the good on the new games new games i'm gonna flat out say i mean you got everything working towards i mean everything for a good game you have people that are brilliant developers out there that have been doing this for years and know what sells Mm -hmm. um like i said red dead redemption 2 i i can't honestly if i was to pick it up i would redo the entire storyline all over again because fantastic honestly it was written like a goddamn movie which is good that's what i I love about it it was so immersive and the gameplay is fantastic, and the graphics are amazing, and you just didn't get that out of the just interacting with the environment too. Oh, yeah. It was just amazing. I mean, you could do things for someone, and then later on, it, you it could get a perk about it, it. Yeah, and it meant something in the game. It, mm-hmm. So they're really thorough in they're in very thorough the story development, and obviously the graphics. We've talked about that. Um, there's a point where um, some missions actually mean something like if you don't complete a certain mission or something uh, and you go uh, if you haven't played the game yes spoiler alert you end up going as John Marston and what is it like 
a couple. It's almost like ten years later or something like that. I think so. Um, oh, correct. I, I can't remember. I haven't played it in a while, but uh, I, I remember say seeing that you had to save somebody as Arthur Morgan, and if you didn't complete that mission, you could find the body later <laughs> as John Marston. That's wrong. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's thorough things. I mean, it's fantastic. I think that yeah, I think I think what so like what you're saying is we we've like as an industry, it's grown to to the point that we we're able to to like to give it that kind of um, put that kind of energy into a story, into the development of the characters and the and the graphics and. Um, into the production itself, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and I mean, we're talking about multi-million, if not billion-dollar companies that yeah. produce a well-written game. Okay, I, I, uh, it, it's all, it's almost, it's almost insulting for certain games to come out, um, because you know better. Yeah, I mean, right. look at. I mean, just look at like Call of Duty and what they're doing, and some things there. I mean, they could, or you could learn from something like this instead of focusing so much online and all their stuff. That they're right, doing. right. And I, I know everybody beats up on Fallout seventy six, and I am not one to back them up. I mean, Bethesda puts out beautiful games, Skyrim, mm-hmm. um, Fallout four, Hell, Fallout three. Um, you know, all those games are really good games, and they are beautifully well-done games. Yes, there are bugs. Let's put that out there. It's a massive game. Hell, it's even become kind of quirky to have these bugs in these games. Yeah. You, you are anticipating in the first hour to three hours of playing the game, something is going to get fucked. Right. <laughs> all right. Um but uh, hands down, I have to say, you know, these are beautiful games. But 76, what did you do? I mean, ESO originally, when you first played ESO, it was like going back to Oblivion, which I granted I'd love that game. But it, you have a leveling system. Okay, you might as well have called it World of Warcraft at that <laughs> point. Okay. It, it was. It was. Was it like the it MMO? That, it was an MMORPG, and you had a leveling system, and this was not, this was not ESO, this was not ESO, and it was like someone was like trying to make ESO, but then... it, it, it was, uh, it was not. Sorry, it was not Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was World of. Elder Scrolls Online. Okay, <laughs> literally, it was bad. I I couldn't stand it. Uh, I've I still have a copy, and I won't pick it up. Right. So there's you know there's places where it goes wrong. Tell me, Andy. I want to hear your sorry. Your... Sorry. Okay. Positivity. No, no, no. I want to hear your cons with old games. What um, what do you, what do you, what would you like? Like obvious. Aside from the obvious, like. Obviously, we have we didn't have the technology for the graphics we have now. Okay, and we did we didn't have the there wasn't the money to be had in the industry to have the voice actors and the production. What what about the gameplay? Gameplay, uh, uh, there's only like a couple of things that I would bash on old games about. I mean, 
let's um, platforming games. I fucking hate. All right, platforming. Uh, jumping to this platform to get to that platform oh, like, to get to the end. Like like Mario kind of oh, like or like yes. Sonic. Yeah, kind of yes. like that. Now, granted, I love Sonic, but at the same time, I fucking hate Sonic. Well, yeah, there's not much to it. I mean, uh, yeah, there's not much to it's it. It's a there's, Game Boy game. Yeah, there's... <laughs> wow. Okay. We're just going to pretend you didn't say that. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's a very <laughs> low-quality, you know, beat-em-up. Not even a beat-em-up. It's just do this do and this. get to the end. It was kind of like the same beat over and over again. It, very much so. And I mean, your levels got difficult, more difficult as you progress. But yeah, it's the a, simplicity to the game is what you're saying, like the actual gameplay. The the actual gameplay. I mean, if you look at that, I mean, yes, we're going to kind of go back to the new games. We're being, even then we were being force fed the same yeah, shit. Yeah, the over. fads of the, but we still, yep. yeah, there's diamonds in the rough. And I think that, I think that we're idealizing the old games. I think you and I, because, right, right. because we're like, well, there were so many great things. But if you think about it, like the ones that we're obsessed with, the ones that we would play over and over, they came out years and years apart. Years. And right. they they came out, they were few and far between, and when we played them, that's all we played. <laughs> you know? Right, and I mean, if you take into consideration um, PlayStation, my favorite two games, the only one that wasn't platforming that I did, didn't really like, that I really loved to play, was Final Fantasy VII. That's why I'm so stoked that they're going to be making a remake. Just don't fuck me on it. Um, I know. There's so much much hope in that right now. Yes. um, Symphony of the Night is a platformer, but it is what's called now as a a Metrovania game. It is a... It's a class mm, of its own. It's a class of its own. Right. Well, because it has a story, and it has, it has there's so much to be there's, had. What is it? Like, you're 100% is not 100% in that game. It's like 250%. Which but you can get to. Which you can get to. And then some people have broken the game and gotten even further. But, cheaters. <laughs> um, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I think what you were saying, um, you know, you could constantly play good challenges and you kept going in the older games right but also a conda that would be it's hard to beat sometimes the bosses were very overpowered and it, you really had to sit there and think how to defeat but, them but that's that's, well, that's, but that's think, part of the yeah, challenge I though yeah, you appreciate, I appreciate that. that because it, it made because they didn't have they didn't have ways to make it complex but to make it you know make you think about yeah, critical yeah. thinking. Yeah, how to and that's that's what engaged you into yeah. the game. Now, granted, yeah. this is where I talk about a little bit of our next episode or so. That mm-hmm. you know, we've lost that attention span. There's let's uh, not get into that. Ian. The, the, there's easier games out there, right? And yeah. I feel more accomplished, easier. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do that? That there there are challenging games out there that are fun to play, like right. I, I, well, I think that something it loses you in something, you know, like 
it, it'll lose it'll lose the player depending on okay for example um dead space dead space was in my opinion it was awesome. It was a fantastic I, game. I like horror games. I hate horror games. <laughs> but I think I think that I think that they they talk about in in Dead Space and then in developing Dead Space Two that they they lost players in Dead Space because people were too scared. You know, you lose the interest. Something easier is out there. It you know, it's too stressful all the time. You're always on a high playing that. And I think that a lot of games that get that hard, um. They they are gonna lose people like that. But you know? honestly, the people that do stick with it are the old school gamers. You know, I tend to disagree. I think that there's a generation to people, you know, that I, that is into it for the completion. You know, I'm okay, gonna we're, stick. We're, with we're, it, you we're, know? Getting, we're getting into our next. Step. <laughs> but yeah. um, the the last, you know, okay, both sides have a pro, both sides have a con. Um, yeah, granted, we've been force fed bullshit throughout the entirety of it but i will say great middle ground of all gaming for everybody if you had not played ps2 you miss out on so many great hidden gems so much it was a beautiful system and you know what the there wasn't it was like the expansion of gaming as a whole as console gaming goes it was the biggest, brightest star out of all the of pinnacle of the pinnacle what we've seen so gaming. far. You know what? I still have hope about it. I still have hope I, about new games. I, and that—that that is the only reason why I still hold on to console gaming. Now, granted, yes, PC gaming has like everything under the sun, but I you wish know, I knew more about it. I don't have the money. I don't <laughs> have the time. See that, and that's a thing. I mean, we'll get into this another topic, but. New games. You're spending. <laughs> yeah, we're spending money. A couple of PC gamers come through. To, you Anybody know. who wants to should you know message us. <laughs> no, Absolutely. Okay. Um, seeing as we're running out of time, we're 20 minutes over. Actually, uh, we'll edit it. Yeah, we'll, we're gonna edit that part out. But <laughs> um, remember to like us. Remember to like us and follow us on Facebook at Rage Game Network and in Instagram at Rage Game Network. Also, follow us and like us on Spotify at Rage Game Network Podcast. And um, message us. Tell us what you think. Tell us why we're wrong. Give us your opinions. Yeah, definitely. We Comment, subscribe, do yeah. all the fun things. Absolutely. Um, tell me I'm an idiot or tell somebody, you know. And tell def- me I'm awesome. That's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, definitely uh, give us a, a shout. You know, we want to hear from you, and we would definitely message you back. Thanks yeah. for listening to the show. This is Rage Game Network podcast. Remember, if you rage it, we game it. Hey, everybody! Ever thought of making your own podcast like we are? We go through Anchor. Anchor's the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to edit and record your podcast, so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. 
So go download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM. Thank you.